Hi, I'm Victoria Hagnight, and I am an instructional developer here in CAFE. We're starting a video podcast series where we're highlighting different faculty who are doing outside the box things in the way of online teaching. Obviously, we hit a really tough point with education all around the world um, when COVID-19 happened, but there are several faculty on campus who are going about these challenges in unique and creative ways. So in this episode, I sat down with chemistry associate professor, Dr. Klaus Volk. So he's flipping his freshman chem course of about 80 students, chem 1319. So let's go ahead and take a look at his lab and see how he set everything up. So here's a look at how Dr. Volk prepped to set his traditional lab room as a fully online experience for the lab scheduled later that day. He set up his webcam to face a certain section of the board. And if he set up his Bluetooth mic so he could travel anywhere in the room and still get good audio. Then he joined his own meeting on a smartphone so that online students will have the live view of the experiment. And now I can actually go over and observe what a student or instructor is doing in the lab. There was also an important component that he has in his traditional face-to-face -face lab of students interacting with each other, talking about the findings of the experiment, all of that. And so he contacted Zoom, the live streaming platform, and he asked them, you know, I this is what I do traditionally. Is there any kind of option for um, having students and partners in an online platform? And he found that there that Zoom actually has something set up called breakout sessions. So this is kind of new to us, um, but there is a feature in the settings that you can go in if you're live streaming via Zoom and you're able to break up your students into pairs or different um, groups and they can privately chat and then he as an instructor can call them back to the main um, course. Um, I actually contacted Zoom because I wanted to suggest that they do something like breakout rooms and and group work in the class and um, then the answer back is, we have all that, but I'm planning on using this a lot because I want a classroom experience online that really reflects the dynamic of an active classroom. Where it's not just you're talking as an instructor and you're flooding them with information. Um, very often I have, I pause and then I tell the students, talk to your neighbor. Um, well, who is the neighbor online? The students can talk among each other, uh, exchange data, make sure that they get it right, put it already into their report, again, just like they do it in, in the lab. And then after maybe one, two, or however long it takes, five minutes, I call them all back and we do the next step of the lab. Right now, Dr. Volk is able to work with his three GTAs to help him perform the labs. Here's how he distributes the workload with the GTAs. One GTA is responsible for conducting the experiment alongside him, the instructor, and speaking about what is happening. The next GTA is responsible for managing and handling the equipment. The third GTA works back and forth and manages the Zoom chat. So you can see she's recording what the measurements are and she's sending it out to the students who are online. 
So a breakout room might not be that there is only two people together. Um, that would create for a typical lab that we run about 24 breakout um, rooms. We might actually double them up so that there is four students now forming a group, but we do it randomly. Maybe they uh, work with three students in the first part um, of a calculation, and then we perform another step, and then we do another breakout room to do a conclusion or a further calculation, and they might pair up with different people. So it's basically a demonstration. But it's not um, a prepared video. If you look here carefully, I transferred distilled water instead of solvent number four. Okay. See. Well, this happens, but you caught it on time. What indicated to you that uh, this was wrong? If I have a TA or even an instructor perform the experiments, um, they see the hands-on. They talk to an instructor or the instructor talks while it is going on live, which is the better experience. And then we can interrupt. Students are live there. We can do the breakout rooms so that they can draw some conclusions. And then we can call them all back from their breakout rooms and continue the experiment or make some final remarks or give them some guidance what needs to go into the report. Typically, we set up three hours for a lab. And these three hours, we wanted to use. So we will use two other Ellen Myers. If we prepare a video that then is monitored asynchronously, then we typically want to make sure that it's perfect, that the lab really works well, there's no flaws, and students get the impression that the lab is easy, straightforward, and the learning experience is not really there. But I don't think students will mind if it doesn't work perfectly from the beginning. The mask we're gonna record for trial two is 52. If we tell the students that this is new territory, but we wanted to really make the educational experience as good as we can, then they will bear with us. And so we love this approach that Dr. Volk took on changing his class a little bit and, and keeping student learning as a top priority. Um, and the way that he saw that was doing live streaming for his labs. So it may look different for you, but either way, if there's something that CAFE can help with, we are located in Library G8, and um, our email is also listed below. If you are interested in what Dr. Volk was talking about, the links are going to be listed below as far as tutorials, even some of the technology he used. So until next time, we'll see you on CAFE Creative.